Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. This is a conversation about tactics. This is not a conversation about who you like. This is a conversation about winning. This isn't a conversation about loyalty. And let me say for the record, as clear as day, anybody who tells me I have to be loyal to a candidate, I think is weird as can be and is completely confused. I am loyal to my country. Candidates come and go. Politicos come and go. They are cogs in the machine. And when the cog doesn't work, bloop, I replace it, bloop, and then I move on. Because that's reality. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Tony Katz today. Kurt Schlichter joins us right now. He is uh, the man you read over at Town Hall. He is, of course, a trial lawyer uh, by career, a retired United States Army colonel. He is also an author. Uh, he has written the Kelly Turnbull series of books that you can get at Amazon.com, along with a series of other books, including Conservative uh, Insurgency. I believe I got that right. And also the author of the book, 21 Lies About Donald Trump and You which I did the audiobook version of. So we're not talking about somebody who hates Donald Trump, but understands from his time at the War College the very concept of tactics. So let's start from the beginning, Kurt Schlichter. Let's start with this indictment in Georgia. First, an overview as a lawyer, your take on the indictment, and then the follow-up is, as you see these four indictments, what does this say to you as somebody who wants to win in 2024 and defeat Joe Biden about how we do it? Well, thanks for having me, Tony. Uh, you know, you, you asked me my opinion of this uh, as a lawyer, and I don't have an opinion of it as a lawyer because it's not a legal matter. Uh, it is a political act, an act of power. It's a disgrace. It's attack on our Constitution. I mean, you look at it as a lawyer. I read it and it's a joke. I mean, Fannie Williams is a borderline clinical moron. I mean, it's, it, it, it's painfully laughable what they're trying to do. It's, you know, and you get these earnest former United States attorneys, which is not a selling point on MSNBC going, oh, all this is important. No, it's stupid. It's never been used before. And you know why it's never been used before? Because it's inapplicable. It's a joke. And if you actually think it has legal merit, you're an idiot. It's all a lie and a scam designed to knock the political opponent of the president of the United States out of the race. Now, uh, hold on. I'm going to stop said, you just for a second, Kurt. Sure. Hold on right there. You and I wholeheartedly agree on the, uh, on this one. Oh, yeah. And I actually wasn't sure 100% where, where you were. 
There is no doubt for me that this is political. When you saw that uh, no. Fannie Willis, uh, I think it's Fannie Willis, um, pushing for March 4th for the trial date to start and Super Tuesday is March 5th. When you see the special counsel, Jack Smith, saying we should have this trial January 2nd and then just a week and a half later, you have the Iowa caucuses. This is uh, political. The argument is going to be, well, the trials have to happen sometime. What are you going to do? Is there an argument that could be made? Well, what are you going to do? The trials are going to happen sometime, and it's just interfering, and that's the only reason Trump is running, so he doesn't get charged. Well, he's already been charged. You you could put them all off until after the election, but they don't want to do that because what they want to do is build up sympathy for Trump so that he becomes the nominee. I, they, they understand that they are so, the ruling class is so incompetent, so corrupt, and so evil that people hate it so much that when you charge somebody, when it charges somebody with a crime, a, a significant portion of the population will actually like that person more and support that person because they hate our garbage ruling class so much. And I fully understand that. They're certainly uh, uh, deserving of that level of contempt. Uh, but I see a bunch of our Republicans. Uh, well, actually, I'm not sure how many are Republicans. Uh, I think a lot of people came into politics because they like Donald Trump, and they are not Republicans in the sense that they don't share the general ideology of the Republican Party, which they will be proud of, and they will tell you that right before they call you a rhino for not uh, licking Donald Trump's toes. Um, the the thing is, you know, there's a concept called a kill zone. That's the place in an ambush where you want the enemy to be so you can put maximum fire on them and they can uh, uh, not really do anything except die. Well, these guys are gleefully marching into the kill zone that the Democrats have set up because Donald Trump is hated by 53 percent of America. Unreasonably, I believe I'll happily vote for Donald Trump uh, if he's the nominee. I will vote for whoever is the nominee. Uh, but 53 percent of Americans hate him for whatever reason, and he will lose the general election, which is why the Democrats want him to be our nominee. And I see these guys trooping into the kill zone with a big sign there going, caution, you are entering the kill zone. And they're you know, walking in you know, with their memes and mumbling about meatball, and uh, uh, they're going to get uh, they're going to get wiped out. But worse than that, they're going to do grave damage to the United States. I find it very annoying. So Meatball refers to Meatball Ron, by the way, one of the many, many names that Trump and company want to call Ron DeSantis. Kurt Schlichter joins us right now. Find his work at townhall.com. One of the many books, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. I actually did the audio book if you want to grab that. I bring up that book specifically because... You have been, uh, I have been asking the question, you have been much more hardcore about the thing, I'm not surprised, young man, um, that you don't think Donald Trump can win a general, and your only interest is winning. My only interest is winning, and the part that I wanted to get into was the, the very conversation of tactics. I bring up the book, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, because this isn't about whether or not you like Donald Trump. This isn't about whether or not you agree with all the indictments this is about how you win and people are having a very very hard time separating these concepts they argue that if you don't defend trump by voting for trump you're not actually defending trump counter that argument well look you 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 bring up tactics and strategy the democrats have a strategy they have a long-term plan to achieve their objective getting biden in office 
uh, which involves suckering the Republicans into putting a damaged candidate who is, I, I think has about a 15 percent chance of winning. When I say he can't win, no, no, anybody can win. There's a very small chance you don't bet on long shots uh, over time and win. Uh, the problem is the Trump supporters are thinking not strategy, but tactics. So they're very excited about the latest meme that shows, uh, uh, you know, Ron DeSanctis out partying at the Soros condo with Jeb Bush and Carl uh, 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 Rove. And they think that's great. That is a tactic, a short term uh, uh you know, uh, uh, offensive while the Democrats are playing the long game. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, lieutenants play stra- uh, play tactics, generals play strategy and generals win or lose wars. One of the things that you stated was that the purpose of the indictments is to for the Democrats, we talk about strategy to push Trump as the nominee. The purpose of the of the indictments is to get the Republican Party to take the bait, make uh, Trump the nominee, and therefore he will lose. In how do you come to that? Because that sounds very, very tinfoil. Well, look, it, it, there are multiple reasons why they want to do it. They just hate Donald Trump for daring to defy them. Uh, They want to set up a lesson that if you uh, challenge uh, uh, election shenanigans, we'll throw you in prison, while we'll also celebrate our side when it does it, uh, the exact same thing or worse. Um, So there are multiple reasons. But a key reason is if they prosecute him on these bogus charges, and every single one of them is bogus. There is not one charge in any of these four things that has ever been applied against anybody else in his position or like his position in this way. All of this is new ground. And, you know, when you're when you're prosecuting your political opponents, perhaps uh, uh, unique and uh, unprecedented uh, uh, criminal uh, charges are not the way to go. You know, if you took a hatchet and planted in Melania's head, that, that's murder. OK, that's normal. We all understand that. Yeah. OK. But conspiracy to deprive people of civil rights by saying this election uh, deprived my people of their civil rights. I, I think that's that's kind of a stretch. So there's multiple things that they are doing. But certainly the one that is most concerning is it is and it is working. Uh, you've got these Trump people um who 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 are emotionally invested in Trump, and they think, I will show them I won't do what they want me to do, which, of course, is exactly what they want you to do. And so, when you point it out, they get mad at you. And, you know, you know they'll, they'll get mad at me. And I'm not the enemy. The enemy is out there, but, you know, the enemy's ignoring them. I pay attention to them so I can and, – and people who agree with me and, and, to, and, and you – uh, uh, are available for them to vent their fury on. We're the problem because we're pointing out something they don't want to hear, and we're there to listen. It is a a this is a cry of uh, uh, fury and rage by people who are disempowered, and the problem is they're choosing to be disempowered by supporting a guy who can't win. So any other Republican will clean the uh, mop the floor with Biden. Let 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 let's let's turn that just a, just a little bit, Kurt. Um, I I agree that 
people feel compl- they feel disenfranchised. Uh, they feel like, my God, this this is not our country. This is this is beyond corruption. This is beyond sick. What they're doing to this guy, the only guy who has stood up. And remember, he does fight. It cannot be denied uh, that that Trump is a fighter. Um, and we need to be supportive of fighters. And what they have determined first is that nobody else is a fighter, and they have certainly determined that it's simply unfair for the left to do this. And that means we have to abandon the guy. I make the argument, and I believe you make the argument, that it's not about abandoning the guy. It's about ensuring that everybody else has to deal with the consequences of what it is they've done. And that goes to the leaving of everything on the table. Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader, has said impeachment would be a bad idea. That, of of, of Joe Biden, because of Hunter Biden and everything else, that is not leaving everything on the table. If you are talking tactics and strategy, if you were talking to Ramaswamy or DeSantis or or, or Pence or, well, we won't say Christy, let's not be silly. Um, What is it that you're advising as a tactician, as a guy who focuses on strategy about what to do if you were, if they were to win uh, the, the White House? And are any of them really willing to engage the strategies that would appease the people who want to vote for Trump because he's the only guy they trust? Well, look, I, I, you know, you, you have a snapshot of Ron DeSantis over the last six years and what he's done in Florida. He's actually done the things uh, that, you know, to some extent, Trump ran his mouth about. Uh, Trump did a lot of good things. There are a lot of things he didn't do well. He let Fauci stay. He let Ray stay. He let Millie stay. Um, DeSantis cleans house. DeSantis is ruthless. And, you know, look. I like Donald Trump, but he's got weaknesses, and one of them is he wants to be liked. He wants to be liked by the New York Times. Uh, he he wants to, you know, I mean, he he wants to be loved. And Ron DeSantis doesn't care about being loved. And frankly, I think that's a uh, much more uh, important attribute uh, for being president now. Frankly, you know, Trump goes and loses. He's still got these at least two federal uh, sets of charges against him. Uh, DeSantis wins. DeSantis will turn around and pardon him, and he, DeSantis won't care what the New York Times says about it. He'll do it the first day. He'll be done. And uh, you know, I just—it's it, it, very frustrating to see what is manifestly clear, and people wish casting their way. To, you know, you get people go, "No, no, no, Trump's going to win." Trump's going to totally win. Okay, how's he win Wisconsin? Well, he will. Okay, not a plan. That's called a hope. Hope does not equal a plan. How does he win Wisconsin? Because he lost it. Well, he only lost it by a little. So, yeah, he lost it. Well, they'll cheat. Okay, whatever. You know, maybe if that, maybe he's so concerned about cheating, Donald Trump shouldn't have endorsed and made sure Ronald McDaniel, who had failed in multiple previous elections, uh, got the RNC again, but that, you know, that's kind of a tangent. Talking to Kurt Schlichter, find his work at townhall.com. One of his books, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, available at Amazon.com, wherever fine books are sold. And the Kelly Turnbull series of books you can get at Amazon.com. Also, um, I'm with you, man, on the frustration. I, I, I really and truly am. And I'm also with you on the ruthlessness because you understand, I understand that the way we are discussing this issue 
it's not that Trump's the ruthless one and Trump supporters are the ruthless ones, and I get their position. No, they're not. We're the ruthless ones. We just want to win. We want to absolutely ensure that the other side doesn't get a chance to destroy the nation any further. It's about winning. That's the only thing it can be about. I am completely indifferent to Donald Trump in the sense, as far as uh, his hopes, dreams, uh, reputation, anywhere else. It doesn't matter to me. I'm also completely indifferent to that about Ron DeSantis. These guys aren't my friends. They're not my employers. They are tools. They are weapon systems. They are, uh, as you put it uh, accurately, cogs in the machine. Politicians are fungible. If one becomes uh, a liability, you go to the next one. I am not loyal to a politician. I'm loyal to God, my country, and my family, and my friends. I am not loyal to some politician. And anybody who is, get your head examined and, and take a class in moral literacy because you're a mess. Kurt Schlichter is his name. You can follow him on Twitter, which is X at Kurt Schlichter. Find his work at townhall.com. Kurt, it's always a pleasure, man. More is coming up. I'm Tony Katz.